Hey kids, for the first time in six weeks, we are gathering behind the microphone once again to bring you episode 56 of Piercing the Veil. This, I think, should be our Day of the Earth Caught Fire special. Not that we've watched the 1960s movie anytime recently, it's just that we look out the window and we see scorched earth during during you two, even, our second heat wave of the summer. So, behind this microphone, we have... Me, Steve. Me, Ted. And me, Robin. Now, it's been six weeks, so we have got a lot to talk about. And, well, I think the one with, with some news of what's been going on right now, today... Fresh from a a dog festival somewhere in Anglesey, Wales, is Tiffany selling her specially branded Peninsula Prince products, which are available online, handmade by the youngest Pierce herself. Yeah, um, it's not something that I usually would want to do or without sounding horrible but it's just not something that's usually my thing but uh, basically well, anything dogs with... dogs are no, very that's, much well, that's what i was going to say anything with dogs is my thing so like yes. as in fairs and selling stuff right i struggle with but with dogs why do you struggle with it because you're such an artsy crafty kind of person and your your bohemian sort of i think image. it's the initial trying to get out there and speak to people Soon, this is the thing about you, Tiffany. You are at first reluctant, but then when you've started speaking, everybody wishes you would stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was it about? Where was it, first of all? So essentially, it was in. I thought it was in Shanghai, PG. I think that's what it but it was in Shanghai, which is closer to Holyhead. Okay, now you say Shanghai PG, which is the world's longest village name. Yeah. You've given us the abbreviation. Give us the I, full thing. I will give that a seven pound seven out of ten. <laughs> you, 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 you missed, I miss the middle there. I always you, do. You, you kind of garbled it a little bit. It's Shanghai Kuskwingish Gogerich Wundropin Santasilio Gogogoch. You actually suspiciously <laughs> like I made the same mistake as you. <laughs> Steve, give this a go. Sandar Pushkringish Kokerish. He's lost it. Yeah, lost it. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, Dogs, yeah. go for it. So it Who was, was there with you? Sean. Sean was helping me sell stuff. Right. Well, he was manning the. So there was a few stalls. There was also a. Uh, dog show going on and you know dog got like first places and stuff like that i mean i would like to was actually... boomer there no the heat would have been too okay. much for him especially because we were there from half six in the morning and we didn't leave until about two maybe three ish right. we started talking up about one ish so let's get real here sean was manning the store while you did what i looked at everybody else's stuff 
So Sean did the no, heavy no, no, lifting. No, 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 We we took turns. So there was a great Dane there actually, and he was. Was he, he from was, Denmark? Was no, his no, name Ola? She was massive. She was called Jasmine, okay. and she was only eight months, and she was bigger than Boomer, taller, oh. like taller than this desk. Oh God! Okay. And she was the softest thing ever. So I kept looking at her because she was opposite me. Yeah. But I didn't want to go up there just in case. So I was. In case of what? Oh, I don't know. Like some people don't want you to stroke their dogs, and you know. But you... if they don't want you to stroke their dogs, would they take it to a dog show? Yeah, show but you don't know if they were friendly. I don't know. There was just I okay. didn't want to just like. Was there a vibe? No, no, there was no vibe at all. But you know, sometimes you just you want to be left alone. Yeah. I know that feeling. I know that <laughs> so feeling. So you want to just be like, hi, can I pet your dog? No, go away. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I was looking at her for, from a distance for quite a long time, and I was like, I really want to stroke the dog. With binoculars. <laughs> so, John was like, I'm going to go over there. So I was in charge of the, the gazebo, the tent sort of thing, until he came back, and apparently she was the softest thing ever. She's only eight months old. And what she likes to do is when you stroke her, she leans 45 degree angle up into you. But if you're not ready for it, she pushes you over because she's heavy. Oh, okay. She's big. So what kind of so, products were you selling? So essentially, Dog Festival was a, a charity event for hearing dogs, working dogs. Right. And they will help people with loss of hearing in a form of uh, the woman that was telling me specifically about her black lab that if there was uh, somebody calling in the house, the dog will come up, nudge her, and then she'll say, "Take me to it." Then and then she'll take him to the person. You know, she'll take her to the noise like the microwave pinging, the oven timer going off. She'll wake her up in the morning by nudging her because the alarm's going off because she can't hear high-pitched noises. And then if there's something like an alarm going off, like a fire alarm, etc., something that's more dangerous, then she'll nudge her and then she'll lie down. And if she lies down, then she knows it's an emergency and she has to get out quick. So it was quite interesting in the way that they've trained all these dogs to do all these commands and, you know, to help people. Like, I thought it was really interesting. So the event was for hearing dogs but there was a few stall holders there i personally it was my first one so i i make a lot of personalized stuff so i had to make a lot of things generic um and essentially i made dog friendly cupcakes biscuits bandanas explain to me as if i didn't know a dog friendly all ingredients are dog friendly they what would you ham. put into a dog friendly? Um, so I, in my I'm assuming recipe this was... is a is compl- a completely new concept to our listener. Yeah, but you know you wouldn't put chocolate in a cupcake and then give it to a dog, would you? So I just made sure that would you put ingredients... a slice of ham in it. No, I didn't put a slice of ham in okay. it. So it's um, essentially it's uh, flour. Egg, banana, applesauce, and peanut butter. So it's a proper cupcake. Proper cupcake. I decorated them and iced them with peanut butter and natural yogurt. And you put the paw prints in them? The paw prints of the biscuits. Okay. So what goes into a dog-friendly uh, Oats, banana, and peanut butter. Right. Now, these are all Peninsula Prince products. 
what else do you provide? I give bandanas, but I could do like personalized ones, but these ones were more just generic saying good girl, good boy, like the best boy, uh, cheaper than therapy. And then there were some more ones with profanity in them, which I wasn't sure. I'm surprised I am. Which I wasn't sure if I was targeting the right audience with them. Were they all ladies with tweed? Some of them were, yeah. 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 But then but you've there was got to broaden, some... You've got to broaden the, the, the sites to find yeah. everybody. So there was somebody actually with a, a Labrador and she saw it and she so said what? that the, the bandana. Because Sean okay. told me not to hang up the... Because I had the bandanas hanging up. Okay. So you could see like a variety of them. Right. And he, he advised me not to hang up the ones with profanity because there's kids around. So I placed them on the table, which I wasn't sure. Where they could see them even more Yeah, that's what I thought. But at least they weren't hanging and they could see them from a distance, if you know what I mean. Because when you sent me a photo of your stall earlier, I thought, well, this looks absolutely decent and there's nothing crude here at all. Where has she put them? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, one girl absolutely loved it and bought one. Right. So are you going to go again? Yeah, definitely. I also made tote bags, little treat bags, because, you know, when you're training a dog and yeah. you want to take little treats as they're, like, learning new things like that. Um, and I make wooden plaques with walkies and, like, a hook to put their leads on and stuff like that. People were interested in them. They were more interested in a personalised one, though, than just a generic one. So they want the name of the dogs. Okay, I'm than... going to give you a chance here to do a plug for Peninsula Prints again. You do your plugs on your website all the time. So, where can people approach you in between your appearances at dog festivals to order these fine items? The best way to contact me is through Facebook or Instagram. I'll message you as soon as I see the message. And And the Facebook that they should look for is... Peninsula.prints.app Right, and they can have especially made um, bandanas, tote bags, uh, treat bags, wooden signs. The dogs can't read. Yeah, but it's more for like the home aesthetic sort of thing as well. Oh, home aesthetic. Yeah. But yeah, and I also do um, dog tags. Um. Okay, so Peninsula Prince, and speaking of dogs, ours has just walked into the study, is causing a great disturbance, had her food, and now she wants to go in. And Bo would 100% recommend the dog biscuits. He would, because she liked those, but wasn't quite sure what to do with a dog cupcake. But her dog 100% would recommend the dog cupcake so See, 10 boomer, out of 10 dogs would recommend it yeah so boomer loves the cupcakes but not really the biscuits Bo loves the biscuits but not really the cupcake okay then right then let's hit the world of media um i think we've we've, we've all seen plenty of stuff um steve do you want to kick off with what you've been watching yeah, um, I watched the um, I Am Groot Marvel series. Ooh. Um, I saw that advertised. Is it animated? It's CGI. Relative. 
Groot is real. I know what you mean. Alright, I was going to call you something then, but I can't. No, you can't, because it's a family-friendly show. Be family-friendly. I, I know what you mean. It's not... I didn't I thought it was a cartoon. It's not a cartoon, no. It's CGI. I'm getting wicked evils. Like the movie. Okay. So, Groot is animated the exact same way he is in the movie. Yeah, okay, fine. But is there other people from Guardians of the Galaxy other than Groot in it? Just one. Who's that? Rocket. <sighs> Who is also CGI, because that's not a real raccoon. Yeah, I know that. It's um, it's good. It's a good series. <laughs> <laughs> but the the episodes only last about six minutes each. Does Vin Diesel do the voice? Yeah. Six minutes. Yeah. It's... Yeah, the shorts. Too. To be honest, I don't get the delay the delays with it because it is. Oh. It's it's Ooh. watchable, but it's not great. Is it dramatic or is it funny? Like what is it? I think it's about group. The first episode is fine, where it takes place after Guardians of the Galaxy, when Groot, you think, has been killed. I think yeah. part. But it takes place from then to, to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Right. There, there are some episodes on a ship, and there are some on planets. But I, I think they've really missed the target. Because when he's on the planet doing these different things, like such as, like there's one where he discovered like this smaller race of bugs kind of living around, mm. but there's no mention at all as to where the other guardians are or how he even got to that planet or why he's even or there. why they separated. Um. I know a lot of people love the Marvel shows. You can watch this entire series. If you didn't watch all the credits, you can watch the entire season about five episodes and fifteen minutes. Oh yeah. I would I would rate it personally about out of ten four, maybe. Oh that's pretty poor. You're not really selling it now. You're it, trying it, to tell me to avoid it. I kind of am, because it don't, to be honest, it's it sounded sound like it was going to be really good. Now it's just suddenly plummeted. <laughs> to begin with, watching this thing, okay, I can follow this. It's so it's from him from the plan pot, moving on, and it's like you know what does he do next? Kind of like thing? growing up. Yeah. But there's some things that you're thinking. I know James Gunn was a producer, but it got me thinking if they do. A guy's in a galaxy film without him, it's not going to work. Hmm. Because I, I don't think without him, it can I think really the upcoming done. one is the last one anyway, isn't it? And I, I think myself, a lot of my interest with the Guardians, unless he's writing it, isn't really there because there's one scene where group kind of. He comes across as like a mass murderer. Okay. Which is a bit odd. Yeah. Because I kind of I know he used to kill people in Guardians, but you don't think But they died in a good cause. Yeah. Whereas with this, it's just Killing for the sake of killing. Yeah, it's like no, you've messed up. What kind of message does that send out? You've messed it up. 
on the other hand, the other side of the coin, my um, feelings about the, the Marvel series have changed quite a bit from the series. One division I quite liked. I enjoyed its weirdness, and I think that, you know, following Wonder and all the revelations, I like that one. I quite liked um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, that gave us the vision of a different Captain America with a blood gripping shield at one point. Um, after that, they took a severe turn because the one that I was looking forward to the most, Loki, I found very, very hard to watch. And as they, they're now producing season two, I have no interest in finding out what happens because the, one of the most engaging villains in the Marvel Universe, a guy you love to hate, the God of Mischief, they, they've made bland. Um, Moon Knight, people kept telling me, it's Marvel's version of Batman. And other than one issue, I've never read any Moon Knight. And he never struck me as Marvel Batman then. I watched one episode and decided that my life could go on without ever watching another. But when Miss Marvel came out, I was hooked from the first episode. Um, have you watched it yet? No. Um, Asian Marvel superhero mm. living in New Jersey. Um, she acquires superpowers. She is a huge fan of Captain Marvel anyway. And it all just worked really, really well. I, I, I really like that one. Um, personally, I would rate that controversially as my favourite yeah. of the Marvel series so far. I would give that looks good. That does look good. I've seen the advert for that. And that yes, that. Really the good. trailer looks good. Thursday. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming you haven't watched Strange New World yet. Star no. Trek. No. We I'm watching Stranger Things. watched seven episodes now, Steve. The last one we saw was yeah. the reimagining of the classic Balance of Terror episode from the original series. And it just gets better every week. Mm. Um, they're self-contained. It's not one long story arc, um, which seems interminable with, you know, padding episodes. It's, it has the feel of the original series. Think it could be recreated. Um, Light and Magic on Disney. A five part, see, five part? Yes, and six. Uh, detailing the history of industrial light and magic, George Lucas's special effects. Uh, that is excellent. It's inspirational. I think you would love it. The people who, who are behind it, the kind of things that they do, they have special effects techniques these days, including a a, cir a, a circular room with screens, mm. which projects 
the background and they can just film the actors reacting with that. It's stunning what they're doing. Um, what else have we watched? I watched Lightyear on Disney+. Oh, right. We kind of covered this. What was your take on it? At first, I wasn't so thrilled that they were doing it. Especially when I saw Buzz, I was like, mm, it looks a bit weird. Yeah, now we know why, because he's a real person, not a toy. Yeah, so it I instantly liked it from the very beginning when they explained that Andy had a fav- one of his favourite toys was Buzz, yeah. and it was based on the movie, and this is the movie. I was like, oh, well, that makes sense now. Had we not explained that to you? Maybe, maybe I didn't understand. I don't know. You, I maybe you weren't listening. <laughs> did you listening. like his cat? Yeah, <laughs> I like the cat. The cat was funny. What did you think of the application of you know real science, your theory of relativity? The faster you move, the more time goes. Yeah. So he comes back. I think yeah. I thought it was hitting hard tragic. when he was coming back, the same age. Yeah. And everybody around him was getting older, and I was like, oh, that's really sad. It was a lot like bigger than. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In like a few like minutes, really, it wasn't that long to explain it, was it? And nobody, I think, and I include Disney in this. Yeah, you know, crucify me if you must. I include Disney in this. Yeah, but nobody nails you right in the feels quite like. Yeah, Pixar's all about feelings. But you say like with straight Pixar. away. I also watched the Doug days. The Doug, the dog from Up. They did like a mini series. Mm. They're roughly they're a bit longer than um the group one. Yeah. Way better storytelling in it. Better episodes. I, everything was better with it's like they did it in such a short time. I think it's an hour for the entire season. The glass you hear is Tiffany's Sorry. soft drink. She's not imbibing in vodka or tea. No, so, I might have got a bit of heat stroke, so... It's the entire series is really well done. And it tells like different things with dog. Mm. And I, I would actually recommend that much over Iron Group. Yeah. I didn't mind Monsters at Work either. I love that. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, you should watch I finished it. that one. You like it? They're doing season two next week. Are they? I think I might have finished it then. And I'm not too sure. Cars is starting in the week. That's you. Oh, okay. What's so, that? Um, and they do something on Cars before Mate is told. It takes place after Cars 3, and they've yeah. got all the original voice actors back for a limited series. Um, Cars Road Trip. Okay. I think that, so is it a special one? No, it's about um, I think it's twelve episodes. Oh, okay. Um, I I spend more time than I should I think, defending Disney. Um, because and I was one of them. I I was disappointed when. Lucas sold Lucasfilm, Star Wars, all of it to Disney. 
That and instantly made Disney one of the most powerful it movie did. franchises. And I was going. wondering if there was too much power in one place. And then Disney acquired Marvel. I was shocked with that one. I was shocked with that one. I was like, okay, you got Star Wars, but what? <laughs> because everybody was saying, oh, you know, you're going to have Spider-Man with mouse ears, and, you know, they're going to put mouse ears on the Death Star, and all this kind of... Call it like it is, crap. And then Disney acquired Fox. Which meant that other favourites like Alien were now Disney-owned. And Predator was now Disney-owned. And then they said, you know what? We're going to make a Predator movie. And a lot of people on social media, which, let's face it, it's hardly ever that social. They should be calling it negative. Said, oh, no, let Disney making Predator. They'll put mouse ears on Predator. And I thought, well, wait and see. Let's just wait and see. Now, last Saturday, we sat down to watch Prey, the Predator movie made by Fox while under Disney's ownership. As with Star Wars, as with Marvel, as with everything else they own, it is not a Disney-branded and I would say, much as I have said about Star Trek with Paramount, um, Strange New Worlds being the best Star Trek since the original, I will go as far as to say that Prey is the best Predator movie since Predator in 1986. Agreed. Agreed. Because I'm also looking forward to, after the making that, that they are going to be doing an Alien series. What I, what struck me the most about Predator is that it was actually quite primal. It's the 1700s. America, um, you know, the, 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 the British are there, mm -hmm. um, but we don't see them in this. It's the Native Americans. And the Predator arrives to start hunting. As a young female Native American, uh, she wants to go hunting, something that the tribe frowns upon because that's kind of man work. Yeah. And you've got the basic sort of primal thing of a young Native American tracking a predator who's tracking her through the you know the wilderness and the forest and all this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a really really strong story yet so simple and so effective and what I would like is Fox and this is available on Disney Plus yeah. it's not getting a cinema release so it's getting a Blu-ray release yeah, no, take the Predator and drop him in different historic times as if they had been coming here for a very long time. And, you know, how about Predator versus Vikings? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. 
Um, I, I, I just thought it was a really, really good film. And I would give it easily 8 out of 10. It might be merging towards a 9. I have to go more 9 because me, I preferred that over the original. Really? Yeah. Because... Controversial. It is. The original. I know it's not a Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, I think that's what nudges uh, it ahead for me. Prey is more of a predator story. Yes. It's not just, you know, machine guns in the jungle. It's more story to Prey. There's a sequence in it where the predator is invisible. Mm. And you see a small rodent. But you know that the predator's foot there is there, yeah. right? And as the camera moves, what you suddenly come, come to, to, to see is a rattlesnake poised, ready to get the rodent. <laughs> which it does. Mm -hmm. And then the predator gets the <laughs> rattlesnake and skins it. Oh. Because unless the predator, unless he considers you a game and a threat. Yeah, you've got to be a threat in order for the hunt to be worthy for mm. the predator. Because otherwise you won't do it. No, you're just mm. beneath him. See, <laughs> see, if you were captured and you're chained, mm. he'd leave you. Yeah. Because you're, you're not a threat. You don't count. But if you said, come on then, if you're hard enough, he'd have you. Yeah. <laughs> But they said with they're doing an alien series, and what they said with that is that they're setting it after Alien Two. Aliens. So Alien Three: Resurrection and prequels. I don't think you know. Alien Three and Alien Resurrection. Yeah, and there's Prometheus. Prometheus and Covenant. So they want to take Alien as well back to just basics. I want. That film that comes after Covenant and take us yeah. up to Alien. I that's that's like a missing piece for me now. I also want to rewatch all of them. The prequels that Ridley, Ridley Scott said had nothing to do with Alien, which did because they had Alien yeah. in. And the fact that the sequel to Prometheus is called, you know, Alien. Yeah. And you know, on the cover, it's an alien. Yes. And in Prometheus, the space jockey is there yeah. and from the birth of Alien. Um, right, we have had a busy month at the cinema. Um, we have seen four movies. Um, I don't think you've seen any of them, Tiff, have you? No. Right, we have seen number one, Black Bone. A horror movie with Ethan Hawke as a killer who abducts young people, children, and keeps them in a cellar, psychologically torturing them. Yeah. Uh, his latest victim, there's a disconnected phone on the wall of this cellar. He starts receiving phone calls and while one. waiting... Recommendation die. with Black Phone for anybody listening who not watched the trailer. Yeah, we at did all. We found this out later. The trailer will give you the entire film in order. All right. So don't watch that. 
but when you can, yeah. watch Black Bolt. Uh, we saw Thor, Love and Thunder. What, was that in this month, was it? Yeah, yeah well, since the, since yeah. the last show. Oh. Um, again, directs. Uh, he directed uh, Ragnarok. And it's much the same humour, maybe a touch more of it. Some people have thought that's a good idea. Some people have not. I think that this direction is exactly the breath of fresh air or needed because they came over as a little bit pompous. You know, it was a grand epic thing, you know, forgetting the fact that he is a comic book superhero at the end of the day and the ludicrous way which he flies around by swinging a hammer and holding on for dear life while its sheer momentum drags him forward through the air. It, it, I'd say that Thor is definitely the best and most Marvel-feeling movie in Spider-Man No Way Home. It brings back the classic feel yeah. of Marvel um, that we haven't really had because, since Endgame. Because I found even with Doctor Strange, that there are parts in that movie that I'm still thinking it's okay. There are parts that could have been a bit better, but when we watched it on Blu-ray yeah. here at home, I did not dislike it to begin yeah. with. This is not yeah. the Eternals, yeah, which I still haven't rewatched. Um, it was I like I enjoyed it more the second time around because my expectations. Um, I thought for sure it was going to go a certain way. It didn't go that certain way, and I found that my second guessing perhaps spoiled my enjoyment the first time. I, I don't think that's actually the case because you are led to believe it's yeah, yeah. going You are way. led to believe. Yeah. And you, you get something else. Uh, then this last few days we have seen two films that I hoped would be good. Yeah. But equally they might not have been. The first was The Legion of Super Pets, um, an animated spin-off. I like that. It's not what I said. I said I hoped it would be good, but it could equally just not be. Oh, okay, fine. Because basically it's The Secret Life of Pets with Crypto, the super dog, Ace, the bat hound. Yeah, because it has The Rock and... It has Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. It is absolutely... Brilliant. Oh, okay. Because I saw a TikTok of them in it. Oh, doing the... um. The... Yeah. Doing the challenge? Yeah, the tortilla challenge. Yeah. I'd done that last Saturday night. With who? So there's a group of... I went out in Carnarvon. Yeah. And there was a group of friends from work, and we did it there. Are you still we... friends? Yeah. It was actually... It was quite hard because the tortillas that she had were going a little bit off. So when I went to go slap her, yeah. it broke. So the slaps were like that. And I was like, oh, it's not quite the... Were you going in for an injury? Yeah. And these are your friends? But it's a challenge. Okay. 
Now, who won? I didn't win. Somebody else did. Did you spit out the water? Oh, I did eventually. No, I was the last one to spit the water out, but there was like other people doing it as well. And they, so had better, they had better slaps, so. <laughs> it's more violence. <laughs> I, I actually want to do it with your mother, but she won't. I'll do it with you. No. Oh. Because you've just told me you go in for injury. <laughs> I don't want to lose an eye on a top tier challenge. Do we have to see No, we don't. Oh. And I'm not doing it with you even if we did. Well, I'll buy some and you'll have to do it. I don't have to do anything yes, of the sort. Do. I have a bad heart. It doesn't affect your heart. It affects your face. It would affect my heart because if I got ugly, my heart would be broke. <laughs> um, it must be shattered. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're not supposed to say no. that. I didn't say it. You did. I didn't say it. I said it with an accent. <laughs> Anyhow, um, Legion of Super Pets was far better than I thought it would be. Stephen, take it away. Because oh. um, <laughs> he's nodding sagely. You can't just sit there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, work, me boy. Basically, it's um, crypto. Basically, has. Like abandonment issues because you have um, Clark Kent going to propose to Lois Lane. Oh. <laughs> and that's that's pretty much how it all comes about is that Crypto is jealous of Lois and he does have plans to get rid of Lois. Does Rock play the voice of Crypto? Yes. I thought he would. Who does Kevin Hart do the voice of Lois? Ace. That now, in Lex Luthor's lab, there are guinea pigs. Mm. Uh, one of them has been experimented upon and has become old, and is an evil demon called Lulu, <laughs> who recruits all oh. these other guinea pigs into sort of uh, and manages to give them superpowers by exposing them to orange but they neutralize crypto by giving him a small shard of green kryptonite in the one thing that no dog can resist cheese <laughs> so he has no superpowers <laughs> until basically he poops the kryptonite out about two days. That's the level we're at. That makes me laugh because uh, I don't know if you've seen them, these buttons that I've got placed around the house and Boomer, oh, yeah. we're trying to train Boomer into like basically using the commands that he wants to do by pressing the buttons. Yeah. So a button will say tree, a button will say walk, a button will say outside and he'll go to them and press it and then we'll do what he's asking us to do. And So um, you're training the dog to train you. Isn't that a slippery slope? Oh, it is getting slippery because I make him press the button for the treat yeah. and I give him a piece of cheese. Right. I make him press it again for the second piece of cheese. Yeah. I walk away then because he's had two pieces of cheese. Yeah. He looks at the button, yeah. He looks at me and goes... And then the word treaty comes up again. So I'm like... And you can't not. And I, yeah, I can't not. So then I'm like, right, there you go. But you cannot press it again because I can't give you a fourth piece of cheese. <laughs> See, when I was told this cockamamie idea that the dog would vocalize by hitting different buttons, I thought, 
she will regret this. And here we are. We were upstairs actually one time trying to sort out a movie on the projector. Boom was downstairs. You know what I heard? What? Outside. <laughs> so I had to go downstairs to let him outside. Is that, that's what he wanted? He wanted to go outside. <laughs> Stood by the door. And this, dear listener, is the point where we all get to understand that an Alaskan Malamute has a higher IQ than my friends. Yes, but he, he, it does go against people saying that you can't train, teach an old dog new tricks because you can. Boomer's six now and he's picking this up pretty quick. Um, I'm 62 and I learn new things most days. Are you a dog? Oh, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> I see. I edit that out. <laughs> so, Steve, carry on. Legion of Super Pets. Out of ten. I'd give it an eight. I'd give it an eight. You need to see it, you can. Yeah, I do. Right, and the other one we saw was Bullet Train, which we've been seeing uh, trailers for for months now at the cinema. Um, it's hard to describe. It's an action thriller comedy. It's... I think he actually said it best on the way back okay. from uh, the cinema after seeing it. Yeah. Is it's Deadpool meeting Kill Bill. Yeah. You can't really. It's not. If one, it was directed by Quentin Tarantino, it's extremely violent. It's not one yeah. you can really explain that much because it's it's one of those odd films where it's it's it is what it is. Yeah, it, it just exists, and you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it, which which kind of yeah. is a good descriptor of most of Tarantino's films. Not that Tarantino had anything to do with this yeah. at all. But you either... It's it's, it's, it's like Marmite. Yeah. You will love it or you hate it. You yeah. get it or you don't. Yeah. If you don't, you never will. Yeah. yeah. But this, within the first ten minutes, you'll know exactly what you're seeing. You won't know where it's going. You will... Knowing you, you will probably enjoy it. Okay. Because we really did. Yeah. And it's two hours, ten minutes... And again, there's not a single wasted minute. Mm. Everything propels the film forward. It's not exactly linear all the time. Um, aboard the bullet train, which is the world's fastest moving train uh, in Tokyo, Japan, mm. um, I gathered through various circumstances, most of the world's top assassins. They all have reasons for being there. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I've heard about it actually. And it's it's just really really good. But you, I think, you've got to be of a certain mindset to enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, it appealed certainly to my quirky sense of humour, and I think yours as yeah. well, Steve. I think I'd give that a nine. Yeah, I'd give it a nine. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly one of Brad Pitt's best films, yeah. in my opinion. Um, probably they'll get howls of outrage out there. But I, I thought it was really, really, really good. 
Um, Steve, what have you got next? There's been a lot of uh, recently. Um, a lot's been happening with the takeover of Warner Brothers. Ah, with this Warner is exactly Discovery. where I thought we'd be going. Um, they've shelved Batgirl because due to press screenings. And uh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. What happened with Batgirl? Sorry, screeners. Um, you, have you heard about this? Yeah. Right. They were making a Batgirl movie. Batgirl was going to be Hispanic. It was going to be uh, released, limited release for cinemas, followed by a release on HBO. Okay? Um, it would have J.K. Simmons, I think, as Commissioner yeah. Gordon, and was also going to have Michael Keaton as Batman. Right. The film was near completion, and Warners have pulled it. They did test screenings to do with members of the public and it got very bad results. Because in these test screenings you, you write what you like, what you don't like, what works, what doesn't work. Then the studios have got time to put things right for its release and they've decided to just write this one off. Now they will get a, a, a tax refund but under those conditions, they can never release it for any monetary value, and they can never sell it to anybody else for release. That is now one film that you will never see. They are. This is the one I want to bring up. Um, it's been a lot of the news recently. Ezra Miller, the actor that plays The Flash. He's been arrested for a bunch reasons, burglary. Um, there's been basically something new mostly. Yeah. Um, abusing his yeah. girlfriend. Um, so, Warners are now looking at three options with the Flash movie. There are, so, the first option is that the film's released and with limited publicity, and Ezra Miller has to give an explanation as to what's happened, and he seeks help. He gets medical, you know, and they look at him still being the Flash in the future. Option two, they release the film with no publicity at all. He's not seen at all. It's just out. Recast done. Option three. They can't do that because it's flashpoint. It's what they have said is it's the reboot of the universe. This is what Warners have just said. Oh, when the, this what I've just said. Yeah. The three options. Yeah. This has come directly from Warners. They are when? thinking about. Three days ago. Okay. They're thinking of shelving it. Yeah. Uh, Flash travels to an alternate reality where Batman is still Michael. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, they've got Keaton in and they've got um, Ben Affleck in. I think they could successfully recast. 
um, the flak by basically having something happen to the Miller flash to introduce a new flash because this is what they were going to do with Flashpoint. Anybody who didn't want to carry on or sign an extended contract, they would be recast um, because this is going to be reality shifting. So I'm hoping that they don't cancel it because this is the one that was going to bring back Keaton's Batman and have him much as Tony Stark, Downey Jr., was the linchpin centerpiece of the Marvel Universe, where he he would turn up in different films. He was what held the whole thing together. Going forward, that was the plan with Michael Keaton. So I'm hoping that they'll they'll stick to that because they've already withdrawn his his appearance in Batgirl. Because the problem as well, it isn't just the moving. Earlier on this year, you've had everything with Johnny Depp being pulled on him. Yeah. And the whole thing with Amber Heard. So how could how I think where they're possibly coming from it is how can we say pull Johnny Depp from Fantastic Beasts? And have Ezra Miller still, and nothing happened. They'll have to have him in at least a few scenes for continuity. The only thing they've said as well is it's very hard to, it'd be next to impossible to recast him in the film because he's pretty much in every scene. Um, that's why. The cancelling is option three, yeah. but they're looking at what do we do with it because... We don't want to be associated yeah. with glorifying a person who has abused women, been on the run, yeah. stolen, burglarised, and basically has turned out to be a complete liability when another studio basically cancelled an actor's career based on what was largely... I think the best thing they could do with it is just release it. Don't bother with the publicity. Just uh, watch it. Don't watch it. Maybe put it out on HBO. But if it's going to be that linchpin movie that propels future DC, it's going to be there, isn't it? I don't know because they've already... See, Michael Keaton was supposed to be in. Yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. But those scenes have all been reshot now. With Ben Affleck. Yeah. Again, um, possibly because they are editing a lot of Amber Heard out. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're not going to know until these films are released or not released. But um, DC did release a statement Thursday, I believe, and this is Saturday. Um, their new owners, Discovery, have looked deep into what Warner's owns, and they reckon their two top franchises, those that cannot be screwed around with yeah. at all, one surprised me, the other one really didn't. Okay. 
One is Batman. Yeah. No big surprise there. What do you think the other one is? I No. I wouldn't know. Any chance? Nope. I would have said Superman. It's actually Wonder Woman. See, I wouldn't have said Wonder Woman because Gal Gadot has put a lot of rear ends on seats. I, I would have just put even though Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four was not that well received. I would have just put Wonder Woman with DC, so I'd Yeah. Right. I think that winds us up for this particular episode. By the time we all gather around here again, we will have much more talk yeah. to talk about because we'll have seen some more movies. Steve will be my goodness. 31 years old. Yeah. Uh, you'll be 26 and a half at the end of the month. Yeah. I'll be 62 and a half at the end of the month. We will have seen some true wrestling legends. Yeah. Up close and personal. And, you know, who knows what other things we, we may have seen or heard or been party to. So, how do we say goodbye to this one? In this heat wave. We just shake our sweat at the camera. <laughs> um, right. So from... So long from me, Steve. See you from Tiff. See you from Tiff. Yeah. And from me, Robin, it's stay low, stay sharp, stay safe.